We did the big, big, it's called the big Texas whatever something. And it goes straight up and then you just immediately drop down. That sounds like a nightmare. I did that one and actually it was so fun. So you fun. did that? I did that one. But it doesn't go upside down. That's why I did oh, that. Oh, okay. Okay, do you have like some favorites? Some ooh, little okay. random Okay, tips? I do. I oh, do. I, I do. love when I ask you that and you're always like, ooh, okay. Yes, I'm so First excited. First of all, is it food? No. Is it a TV show? Yes. I don't even know how to start this. Like, long story short, I dated his best friend. You are a team now. Yep. You have to figure it out together. You have to come meet in the middle just happened <laughs> i don't know <laughs> did your brain just like stop thinking <laughs> thoughts hello everybody and welcome back to that good vibe podcast i'm megan i'm jordan and we are so excited to be back it's been a while for us i miss you been, so yeah. much it was so weird not seeing each other i know taking those like little one to two week breaks yeah. in between it just feels like forever I like know. it's been two weeks I and know. i'm like what okay well let's start off like a stranger. how are you what's new okay um good i've just been busy with lashes and nails and the business um and keeping busy with that which is good but it's also you know a little energy draining yep but no it's good it's good it's good good um other than that nick went back to work so he's gonna be gone for 17 days and then boo he might be home for like a month (gasps) and then might go back like we don't know yet we'll find out at the end of the shift but i'm like okay so you're gonna be at home all day like every day and I'm going to be at home all day every day because I work from home that's a little much like I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be able to do that like that is it's nice when they're home for like a few days but yeah then it's like weeks and weeks yeah of I'm home like every day all love day. you babe but like, like get out of here <laughs> please <laughs> before I go with your friends or something yeah oh so we'll but see he'll how be that home goes for Christmas? yes oh good that's the most important I know. thank god yeah, I'm so excited for Christmas. Good, good. Yeah, me too, except I wish the weather would turn into Christmas. Yeah, I it's know. It's like weird and icy and kind of warm some days. Yeah. And then windy. It's back and forth, yeah. It just doesn't but know how to make up its mind. When Christmas comes, like it better be a good snowfall, you know? Ugh. Yeah, I want to be able to make it snowman and snow angels. Yes. Yeah. In the winter wonderland. Ugh. I can just hear the jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. How has you? How has you been? <laughs> how has you? English. We're off to a great start. Um, I'm phenomenal. <laughs> I have my Fort Worth, Texas sweater. I on. love the color. Yeah, it looks so good on you. Orange is their um college state. Oh okay. The, oh my god, I don't even remember what their college football team name is, but it's it's a Longhorn. Oh cow. yeah. And their color is orange. So as soon as I saw this, I'm like, well, it makes the most sense mm-hmm. to get that yeah. color. And yeah, I love it. I had a, an amazing time. Mm-hmm. We jam-packed every day with so many activities. Oh my gosh, yeah. And the flights were seamless. Oh, perfect. Three flights there, three flights home. We had one delay on the very f- last flight on the way there, but it was like, 30 minutes oh that's nothing exactly wow amazing so it was really really awesome and then as soon as we got there we checked out this place called texas live and it just has like a giant imax wall of tvs Ooh, like it's super cool so we watched a football game on mm. the sunday mm-hmm. 
And then I don't even remember what we did every single day, but we went to Six Flags. That was cool. Yeah, I bet. So we waited in line for one ride for an hour and a half. Oh, God. So that sucked. And I also only did one ride. Oh, because <laughs> you're a little baby. Because I am not an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. And a lot of them were upside down, loop-de-loops, like you sit kind of like weird. And oh, I am yeah. not for no, that. No, me neither. But Levi has never been on like a big, big roller coaster. Like oh, just the, yeah. the small town fair that we yeah. have. He's been on those ones, but like that's not that's, that's not a nothing. real roller coaster. So we did the big, big, it's called the big Texas whatever something and it goes straight up and then you just immediately drop down that sounds like a nightmare i did that one and actually it was so fun oh so you did that i did that one but it doesn't go upside down that's why i did that okay and i'm like if i'm gonna do a roller coaster i'm gonna do the classic texas roller coaster Mm -hmm. like this one's the one that is made out of wood oh it's all like wood, except for the tracks. The tracks are. I metal. don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Apparently, wood is a lot safer than metal. Interesting. So I don't know. I remember watching a documentary a few years ago about roller coasters, and it has been like proven that wooden roller coasters are safer what than wooden or than metal, metal ones. You'll have to fact check me on that. I'm um, gonna look that up right after because that yeah. is so. But it was super cool, and he wrote all the rides, and I just went up and yeah, did the the mom thing. You're doing great, <laughs> honey. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was really fun. We went golfing, and we saw a bobcat and her <gasps> baby. Oh, really? oh my god, they're the cutest things ever. They're really small. They're just like small cats with these Aww. cute little tails. Oh my gosh, that was cute. And what else did we do? Oh, we went to. A fucking NFL game. Yeah. On Thanksgiving. That's amazing. I can't imagine how much fun that was. Oh my God. It was the whole experience. The whole day was just such an experience. Did like, you get there early too? Semi early. Oh, okay. So I think like the gates for the tailgating area opened at like 10 a.m. and the game was at three. So we're like, mm, let's pace ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We don't need to like black out before the game yeah, even starts. Exactly. So I think we got there at around noon. We found our gate. So there's two different sides to like enter in. And the whole time I'm telling him, I'm like, okay, our gate is on this side, but the tailgate is on the other side. So I think we have to go to the other side. And he's like, well, let's just, uh, let's just go through here and, and then we'll walk around. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. So we walk in it's like a whole airport security situation like you have to check your bags and like they pat down random people and Mm -hmm. like check your ticket so we get in and we come to find out that you can't walk around you keep they keep the two sides separate no so once you're in you're in so i was like ah dang so we didn't get to go to the it's like a miller light um, tailgate but we did get to watch some cowgirl dance, uh, the cheerleaders. Ooh. So that was cool. We had some cheap beer. We met a couple people. Just seeing the AT&T, it is massive. Oh, my God. I bet. It is so huge. We get in. We find our seats. Our seats are like, wait, this is where we're sitting? We thought we were way further up. Really? We were on the second bowl. Right in the end zone. Like, oh it was just super cool. And... Guess who the halftime performance was? Oh, my God. I don't even know. Dolly Parton. (gasps) Really? Dolly Parton was our NFL game halftime performance. I'm trying to think back if you sent me any snaps and I don't remember, but... It was probably just on my stories. Oh, maybe. 
but she sang Jolene. Aww. Jolene. Jolene. I love that. Jolene. Jolene. That would have oh, been awesome. so good. And then she sang Nine to Five. Wow. Working from Nine to Five. I think. I don't know how the beat goes. And then she sang uh, We Are the Champions. So oh. not her song, but a song. And yeah. then that was it for the performance. Only that three songs? Only three songs. You oh. only have time because the, right. the it's uh, a 20-minute halftime. Mm. And they so got to set up. set up the stage. Yeah. She does her performance, comes off. But still, to see Dolly Parton. That's so cool. Was super, super cool. Wow. She is old. I think she's like almost 80. No. Yeah. Really? Okay. I just Googled. Dolly Parton is 77 years old. 77. That you, could tell, so sad. you could tell because like when she really? was walking from like one point to the other, she was like holding on to the oh, stage. Yeah. But like <laughs> it was her singing. Like she sounds exactly like oh. her records. Just absolutely flawless. Wow. And the Cowboys won 45 to 10. Holy. Oh, my God. <gasps> yeah. It was super unreal. Wow. Yeah, just a nuts thing. And then I'm so jealous. The last night we went to Dallas, like the cuz if you know um where the Dallas Cowboys play is actually in Arlington, which is right beside Dallas. So the next night we went to Dallas and we checked out the JFK assassination location. Oh my god. Cuz JFK was assassinated in Dallas 60 years ago 3 days from where we when we were there. So we just oh. missed the 60th anniversary wow. of his yeah. assassination. So like when you walk up to the area, there's a, a building and then up at the top is like a white square to indicate like where the shooter was shooting from. And then on the street, they have pavement or they have um, spray painted three X's on where he was struck. Wow. And the third X is where he was actually hit in the head. And... You can stand right on that spot. And Levi stood on it for about like five seconds because it's on the street. Like you have to be careful. He said that was the weirdest feeling. Oh, my God. Yeah. Someone died there. Yeah. I don't like that. Not just someone like the president of the United States died. That's fucking weird. Just absolutely crazy. So we got back to the hotel and then there was a documentary on TV about the whole thing. So we had to sit and watch it. (laughs) And it is just I have dove deep into the JFK stuff. Because it's just interesting to know, like, what happened and all that stuff. But that is super interesting. Um, it's cool. Very random. But me and Nick have been watching the World War Two series in color on Netflix. Cool. And I like I don't like the World War One and World War Two movies because it's so gory. And it's just like seeing a thousands people like die and get shot and like blood everywhere. And I'm just like, no, I can't do it. But watching like the actual story and the behind the scenes of like what's going on, like with the government parties and whatever, um, like making these decisions, like that, it's so, just so interesting. And like, it, I'm so, it blows you away yeah. on how corrupt governments really no, are honestly. and like how they're willing to just like kill someone to have it go, the government move another direction. Yeah. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. You're willing to start a war with another country just to do. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, it's just absolutely nuts. But anyways, anyways, the trip the trip was phenomenal. I'm very glad to be back home. My dog was like an absolute magnet to me the next day. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it was just like, okay, bud. Yep, we're, yeah, we're here. <laughs> you yeah. don't need to like try to crawl in my lap. Like yeah. it's fine. So it was a great, great trip. But uh, enough about that. Self care check in. Oh, do you um, remember what okay. your self care was? Oh, mine was just. What was it? 
oh, just like continuing to like work out three times a week and like eat healthy and, you know, just all around be healthy. And I think I've done a pretty good job. Um, I mean, like I've, <laughs> me and Nick got DQ on Sunday, but you know, like here and there, like eating like crap is fine. So I'm not totally being hard fine. on myself with that, but yeah. I think overall I've been You've good. been doing good. Yeah. And have you been doing the home workouts or going yes. to the gym? I actually set out my workout clothes like before I came here to be like, yes. Jordan, go on the treadmill tonight and, you know, watch a good show and yeah, throw something on your tablet as you're walking. Yeah. So have you seen this trend on TikTok or Instagram of cozy girl cardio? No. So this girl sets up her whole apartment. She's got like mood lighting everywhere. So the lighting is like very, very soft Mm. and subtle. She throws on her favorite rom-com. She pulls out her walking pad and she walks for the entire movie. (gasps) She's like, I'm getting my 10,000 steps before 7 a.m. Oh my gosh. That's such a genius. Like make that experience. Even if you don't want to do a full workout, just pull out the treadmill Mm -hmm. and dim the lights a little bit maybe put on a candle that like just smells make good. the environment like comfortable enjoyable. and enjoyable yeah yeah like it doesn't have to be cold gym miserable exactly yeah so proud of you thank great you great job thank you thank you we'll see if i actually do it today. <laughs> <laughs> you will i'm gonna snap you later all right okay um mine was to just be present and i feel oh, like yeah. i did a really good job good um just being on the trip and just trying to be as present as possible. I took videos and like uploaded them when I mm-hmm. felt called to, but it just felt really nice Good. to like not have to worry about yeah. stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm finding that that mentality is starting to bleed into my week back home now. I don't know what happened in my brain, but something has like completely switched that, you know, me for a long time, I've been like trying to chase this online success and trying to be something online and like sell a product online or create my own personal brand and I've never put in like the full effort into that because I just didn't know what else to do like I only know this small portion and I didn't know how else to continue and I've been doing this for almost 10 years like trying to just yeah put myself online and and make something blow up and Mm -hmm. I want to be successful and I don't want to work a nine-to-five I don't know what it is, but something has clicked in my brain that it's like, I'm so exhausted trying to chase Mm -hmm. this that I kind of just want to work. Yeah. I just want to work. I'm thinking of going to get a second job to make some more money because it's like if online shit isn't working and it's stressing you out to the point that you're crying and you're feeling unworthy Mm -hmm. and you feel like people don't support you. Well, then that's not your calling. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to push something to happen if it's never reciprocating back to you right yeah so it was kind of a sad realization like when Levi and I had the conversation he's like I feel really sad for you right now like I know you've wanted this for a long time like no obviously I've wanted it but I'm I'm getting comfortable with it like letting go of the pressure Mm -hmm. that if I want to create a YouTube video or create a product or do something it's literally just because I want to be creative Mm mm-hmm yeah. And I just want to share my creativity with right. people, but there's no end goal. Yeah. That's the goal is just to be creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then speaking on last week's topic of therapy, my therapist did tell me this about a year and a half ago, but at the time I was like, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but now yeah. it's like all coming full circle. Mm-hmm. I think just being on the trip and only posting like little things here and there, and then just taking videos and making one reel. I'm like, that's all it needs to be. 
Like as an influencer, you have to be posting constantly all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. No, that gets tiring. And for I just, sure. I just want to live. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you made that realization. Cause I know that was stressing you out a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm sure I'm going to be back and forth for a little bit until this whole realization like fully sinks into yeah. myself, but just living for me and doing what I think is right for myself and if that's working a legit nine to five job and maybe getting a second job, well, then that's that's the way that it is. And I feel like it's it's going to come to you at some point when you don't put so much pressure on it. And then all of a sudden. Yeah. So because yeah. I feel like for the longest time you have been putting a lot of pressure on it. And that's yes. probably why it just has been stressing you out and maybe not gone the right way. Yeah. And it's always when you like stop. um like making it a priority that that's when it comes to you it's just yeah. that's that's just the way it happens and it naturally and authentically and you know yeah so you don't have to give up but it's and I'm not giving up I said to myself like there's still a couple YouTube videos that I want to create but when I feel called to create yeah. them that's when they're gonna happen yeah like putting stress on a timeline that I have to create something once a week for my own personal YouTube channel to be successful has taken away all the joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm growing up. It's so fun. That is amazing. I love I'm when so you happy. have these moments in your life when you're like, oh, did I just move up to the next Kay. level in life? You know what, though? I feel like it is like what happens is when you go on a trip, you're away from your home. You're away Legit. from work. You actually have all these realizations. And it's so refreshing because you like take a step back and you're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. This is what matters and this is yeah, not what matters. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been beautiful. So I need a trip. <laughs> you do. I gotta go. <laughs> she needs to get on an airplane. No, a car. Yeah. Train. Yeah, literally. <laughs> a boat. I'll Any- go on a road trip. Anything other than a plane for Jordan. Me and Nick were kind of talking about going on a snowboarding trip come this winter. So maybe we'll do that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Just me and him. I feel like that'll be a nice little, a little weekend getaway. Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah. Do it. I know. Plan it. Make it happen. Um, I don't know if the budget will like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, we'll fuck the budget. <laughs> you know what? It's time to live life. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kay, do you have like some favorites, some ooh, little okay. random okay, tips? Okay, I do, I oh, do, I, I do. I love when I ask you that and you're always like, ooh, okay. <laughs> yes, I'm so First excited. First of all, is it food? No. Is it a TV show? Yes. <laughs> it's okay. a TV show. Oh, God. Okay, so it's the Real Housewives of Orange County. Ooh. There's so many different Real Housewives. I knew that. But is this it like the Atlanta, the original one? I actually don't know. Oh, okay. But anyways, um, so there's like 20 something seasons. I randomly just started on season five. Like I just needed something to watch. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just try it. Like we all know this is a reality TV show. There's lots of drama. Like you're going to love it. It is crazy. <laughs> it, like it is absolutely insane. Like these things that these ladies fight over and like scream at each other, like have yelling fests over. Like it is insane well do you know the meme where the one girl's like pointing her finger and losing her shit and the cat is sitting on the other side with the salad says something and then like do you know what meme i'm talking about oh i don't know if i can find the meme i'm gonna pop it on the screen for you guys so you know what we're talking about do you know the audio that's like that's my opinion yes that's one of the girls on the show oh my god and it's like 
something she's judging her for something that she's yeah. doing and it's like you can't judge a yeah. person that's my opinion it's like yeah. uh that's your opinion so, to keep in your brain it's so funny because that girl's name is vicky yeah which is just like a priceless name for her like suits her so well and she actually reminds me of like an old friend i used to have in high school <laughs> oh no and so yeah it's just it's been a good time watching that show like they're just crazy so good it's awesome yeah so good. that's on hulu isn't it I'm watching it on Prime. Oh, yeah. I think, I think I they're need all to get on Prime. A new, um, a new show because I finished The Walking Dead. Oh my you guys. god! I won't rant about it. But was it how you expected? Well, I uh, was a bad girl and I googled. Oh no! Before the ending was done, uh, because a character's name is RJ, and I'm like, well, what does RJ stand for? Dumbass! It's Rick Junior because it's Rick's kid. Oh. <laughs> So I kind of like uh. gave myself some spoilers, um, but the ending I did not like. They just left so many unfinished, like the characters' unfinished endings. Mm. Rick just went disappearing at the beginning of the season, and then we just never heard from him again. We assumed he's dead, but it's like he's the main character of The Walking Dead. He's not going to be dead. Yeah. It's getting near the end. I'm like, is Rick going to like come home at any point his wife goes and searches for him and leaves his kids with the other people while they're fighting a, another war with someone else oh i said i wasn't gonna rant about this but <laughs> clearly it's got me in my no, i'm actually interested <laughs> so the very ending scene is daryl daryl's the crossbow guy okay he's the really good looking one okay i'm in love with him he leaves on his motorcycle because he tells the kids i'm gonna go find your mom and dad and that's how it fucking ends what? And then I had to go on a whole YouTube rabbit hole to find out why. Because there are spinoffs for every, almost every single character oh, has their own spinoff show. I said, I've already invested about six months of my life yeah. into this fucking show. I am not investing anymore. That is crazy that they would do that. Like, so I'll really probably just find a YouTube video that like sums up do the it. whole thing yeah. and then just call it a day. Because I just, yeah. I need to know that Rick gets home to his, his little baby. <laughs> you need to know, yeah. I need to know. Like, I need, I need answers. But I finally, the death grip of The Walking Dead has let go of me. And I feel like I can be a functioning human. Again. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Like, I want to read a book. Yeah. <laughs> Not be consumed by the show. Mm-hmm. So. Do you have any other faves or things like that? Nope. Just the TV show. What do you got? Um, I have two things. So the first one is... I wrote down here... I, Okay, I remember what it's for. It says, The small joyful moments after a post-walk with Chewy. And the other day, I came home, and him and I went out... There's like a dirt road further oh, back yeah. from our apartment. And we walked along that dirt road, and then we walked way further than we normally do and i watched the sunset oh. and i just had a moment of like fuck my life is good and mm -hmm. i haven't felt like this much joy and gratitude in my life for a while yeah like you know me this whole year has just kind of been an emotional up and down roller coaster and i don't know if it was the trip turning 30 maybe we're in a new season like i don't know what it is but something has cracked open within me that's like Wow, that just makes me feel so good and mm -hmm. joyful. Yeah. Oh, I oh, love that. It was so cute. And then my other favorite is the backpack I took 
to go traveling. Was that the one you recently just bought? The one that I bought. Okay. Yeah. That you were giving me shit for when yeah. I bought it. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. <laughs> I love this thing. Oh, good. It is so cute and it's chic. And I now use it to go to work. Oh, Instead nice. Instead of like the ugly bag that I have for my work laptop, I oh. put it in the nice little backpack. My lunch kit fits in there. So I just have cute. one bag. I'm You're like, off to ooh, school. look at me. <laughs> yeah. I love oh, my backpack. That's awesome. I'll link that down below for you guys. It comes yeah. in like a hundred different colors. What, was that off Amazon? Yeah. 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 Cool. It's it's amazing. So wow. do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. No. You? I love yeah. our vibe today. Me too. Why? It's just like so uplifty. Oh. The last yeah. the last few episodes I think we were like in our feels and kind of crampy and just you know what when i looked back i was like i literally wore black the past like three episodes (laughs) and i'm like jordan subconsciously uh, your heart is like we don't like anything (laughs) okay Um, let's get into some relationship what's the word relationship um advice um um, relationship stories relationship sh- advice yeah I, th- I thought there was a better word but <laughs> that's fine so when we're talking about relationships today this is focused on romantic relationships yeah we've already had a whole podcast episode around friendships and those types of relationships so if you want to do uh, check that out you guys can go check that out but today is all about romantic relationships romantic healthy relationships yes um, in the end here, we're going to give a little bit of advice for those girls that maybe aren't in a relationship that are currently dating. What are some red flags, some things that you can do to find Mr. Right? Because mm-hmm. dating is a very scary, daunting game to play. It is. Like, I sometimes think like well, when I'm like hanging out with my single friends, I'm like, I don't even know how I would be single right now. Like that just the dating world just seems it's messy and yeah. it's, it's sketchy. Messy, that's a good word. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you want to share with me how you and Nick fell in love? Um, I think you should go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I can go first. Um, so, Levi and I met on the good old classic Tinder. I think that's the only way people meet nowadays. Yeah. In person I is think that's like great. A, a rarity. Yeah. Um, we actually celebrated our two year anniversary in Dallas. Oh, happy anniversary. Yeah. So very happy about that. But we matched on Tinder on my 28th birthday because I remember we kind of started communicating a little bit. And then he's like, oh, what are you up to today? I said, oh, it's actually my birthday. And I just ordered myself some Leopold's and they gave me free donuts like the the little donut whatever thing that they had at the time and i don't know what it is but like that specific message just like i really remember a lot and then a week later he was working away when we met so he was already away and then we set up a date for one week later we met up for the date and my rule of thumb when i was in my dating scene is date number one i always meet them at the location Oh, yeah. Because I don't... Are you a creeper? Are you going to give me, like, ick vibes? And, like, sorry, but I don't want to drive home with you. Or if you just have to get out early. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I went and met him, and we sat down, and... Where'd you guys go? We went to the social hall. Oh, okay. That was actually my first date spot. 
I did all my oh. first dates there. <laughs> you just had a place. That's funny. Well, it was more for like safety reasons because I'm living downtown. Yeah. It's close enough to my house that like if something happens, I could just kind of like walk or zip. I always turned my location on for my mom. I would always oh, text her yeah. when I'm leaving, when I got there, like things like that. Just because like you, you never just know. never know. Yeah. There are creepy, creepy people out there. Mm-hmm. So we went there and we decided to just get beers. So got some beers and we were talking and all this stuff. And also when we get there, it's 2021. So it's still like wear your mask. Oh, yeah. And here's an interesting fact is at this time, this is when the COVID vaccines were like mandatory everywhere to get your second COVID vaccine. Mm, Like you couldn't go to restaurants without proving. Yeah. This man had to go get his vaccine just to go out on a date with me. Oh. Oh my gosh. First of all, I'm like, oh, so cute. Second of all, go get your vaccine. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Such a man. But thing. also like he didn't even meet you yet and like, s- like still went and did that. Like I put know. that effort in. Wow. Super, super cute. But okay. So from the moment from we matched to the first day, I think we only communicated like three to four days. Like that's another huge thing is not overly texting and communicating especially through the tinder app yeah like get the basics set up a date exchange your phone numbers no need to bombard these people mm-hmm. you, you know really what i hate is like get to know them when guys are like what's your snap red flag it's like are you five like what no what like how no, immature you. no so we go for our first date and the thing that just like really struck out to me was we were sitting at the table and he grabs my hand and picks up my hand and goes, your nails look so pretty. They uh, were like haggard, what? like <laughs> not that nice. And I'm like, oh, thank you. What a I, compliment. I literally fell in love with him like a little bit right there. Because yeah. like that is, this, it's the touch, the fact yeah. that he touched me. Yeah. That's crazy. So whatever, it's the end of the night. And he's like, I actually have like a party to go to. So I don't want to cut this short, Mm -hmm. but like, I think you're really awesome. I'd like to see you again. I said, I'd like you see you again too. We'll message tomorrow. Cool. Walks me to my car, kisses me. (gasps) Wow. Oh, I was not expecting that. Like at all. That's so cute. I'm driving home. I'm just like giddy. Super, super giddy. The next day I message him. I'm like, that was like, I have to see you again. Like, mm-hmm. he left for work again the following Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I can wait another two weeks to see you. I need to see you. He's like, well, perfect. I can meet you right now for a beer, and then I have to go to a golf tournament. Awesome. So I walked over to a different bar that's, like, just down the street, Leopold's. Oh, yeah. We went and had beer, and we had taquitos. So we shared a... Those taquitos are so good. I had those on Friday. Unreal. Delicious. Those are the best taquitos in the city, for sure. So we had the taquitos, and then... Oh, also, when we got there, he kissed me hello. I know. We sit in the back, and then when I leave, he's like, do you want me to drive you home? I said, no, it's okay. I'm going to walk because it was so beautiful. I was just already, Uh, like, so, so giddy. I'm like, I just need to, like, decompress this. Ah. And then um, he kissed me goodbye. I went home. And then literally the next day, Sunday, he's like, I need to see you again. Uh. So it's football, and we both already knew that we're into football. And I'm like, well, why don't you come to my place? And 
we'll watch football together. So he came over and we watched the Sunday nighter, had a couple drinks, made out, had like the best <laughs> time making out. And then Love I was that. like, okay, like time to go. Yeah. I knew what he wanted. And yeah. I'm like, I like this guy way too much to give it that easy. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had my moments of like questionable. Mm. Yeah. Maybe let's not sleep with this guy on the mm-hmm. first day. But when you really, really, really like somebody, it's and good to wait. It's good to just wait a little bit. Yeah. So that literally the first weekend we went on our first three dates. And then I think it was like a month later, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Oh, I remember because we worked together during that time. Uh-huh. And I remember you would like come into the office just being so giddy and happy and like, yeah. Oh, just spoiling everything. And I'm like, wow, I'm just so happy for you. Like, I could see it all over your face. Like, wow. I I think because I was in a state of, I broke up with summertime boyfriend probably like a month or two months prior. Yeah. My serious long relationship ended like seven months prior to this. I know that's not a lot of time, but like it was enough for me and, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm happy with my time, but when I went into this relationship, I literally was like, I don't think I want a boyfriend. I just want to date cool, fun people. Mm-hmm. I want to live my own life and do my own thing. And here comes this man, just literally everything that I wanted. Here's an interesting fact. In 2017, when I was starting to have questionable feelings about my my past relationship, I wrote a list of all the uh, traits that I want my future husband to have. And this man checks off almost every single one of those. Wow. I manifested this man. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, too, it was because you weren't, you were just, like, casually being, like, oh, like, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. Like, I'm just going to go and hang out with this guy and see what happens. See what happens. And then there you go. I went on a few dates with other men prior to meeting him. And I was, like, as soon as I got that tiniest little ick, I'm, like, I'm just going to text them right away and let them know that this isn't working out. Also, I've never ghosted somebody. Never, because I have been ghosted one time from I've a been guy. Ghosted too, and it is the shittiest feeling ever. It is, and dating is t- dating is terrible. The whole game is not fun. You know what's crazy is the guy that ghosted me. Who I that was like the first guy I went on a date with. First and only guy I went on a date with off of Tinder, and we hung out for like a month and a half or so. Like I met his family. What? Like it was like he Fuck wanted to take guy. me everywhere. Like he was so all over me. And then a month and a half later, like total ghosted me. And then I see on Facebook, he deleted me off everything. I see on Facebook, he changed his profile picture to him and this girl. I'm like, okay, so you were seeing both of us at the same time. Which whatever, I'll held to you if you but haven't clarified that we're, da- then date other people. But, but fucking let me know. Also, don't let me meet your family if there's like, that's, yeah, many multiple girls on the go. Like, yeah. what? Terrible, terrible. Oh. So. No, that riles me up. Like, uh, uh. I've actually, I we were like outside a restaurant with me and my friends one time, and like we saw him walk in with her. Oh, and I wanted to say something so Don't bad. Don't you just get this weird feeling in your body when you see someone that used to be in your life, and then you run into them yeah. in a public place? You're just like, <gasps> like, what do I do? What do I do? How do I act? Yeah. Oh my god! I'm kind of glad I didn't say anything. But I also wish I had the courage to say something. Fuck you. Or just like give him the middle finger or something. I know that's so childish, but like I think back to being like, I wish he knew what a fucking dick he was. Well, guess what? Now the whole world knows that he's a dick. Uh. 
Fuck you, man. <laughs> so, okay, channel in your love for Nick. Okay. Tell me about your little love story. Okay, so our little love story started on not the best I love this story. <laughs> so, I don't even know how to start this. Like, long story short, I dated his best friend. For and the like crowd just goes so <laughs> quiet. <laughs> like, we dated for, like, a couple years, you know. Um, terrible years. Like, he cheated on me, and we were, we argued all the time, and we were not good together, and blah, blah, blah. During that time, Nick was living in Toronto with his mom, so I hardly had seen him. Like, we would see him when he came into town, hung out with him a little bit, but, like, yeah, there was, like, I didn't really see him. So, fast forward to after we broke up, it was, like, a year later, um... Like, I still had Nick on Snap and stuff, um, just from, like, being friends being in the with... friend group. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know, we were Snapchatting, and at one point, I remember being like, you're so hot, and I just sent that off. Oh, and my God, he, like, sending those messages, you're just like, just do it, just press. And just I don't know if I had, like, a little wine in me or, like, what got over me, <laughs> but I'm like, this guy's kind of, like, giving me some attention. Like, let's just throw it at him, you know? And so he sent back, like, yeah, you are too. Like, let's go for a drink sometime. I'm like, okay. And so we set up this date. I thought it was a date. And I was like, are you, like, coming to pick me up? Or, like, are we meeting there? Like, what's happening? And he's like, let's just meet there. And, like, right there. And then I was like, okay, so this isn't a date. Like, because we had known each other from before. And I'm like, we're obviously flirting. So it's like, what do you want here? Mm -hmm. Like, um, so... I actually made him come and pick me up because I was like, no, no like, I'm trying to date you, yeah. not one night stand. Yes. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we went to Leopold's. We go there all the time. That's like literally just our place. Like good vibes. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we kept hanging out a little bit here and there. And then it just kind of like, I don't know, like it just kind of got more into like, relationshipy, like treating each other like we were in a relationship and like like he was my boyfriend like he met my family this was like months and months and months like he didn't ask me to actually be his girlfriend until like five months of us like hanging out interesting but the biggest thing was because like him and my ex were in the same friend group and so like he was probably trying to like assess the situation yes. between you and him yeah. between you and the ex between yeah. him and the ex mm-hmm. and his friend like that's yeah. a confusing me- potentially totally. very messy situation so i had to keep that in the back of my mind being like i know he likes me but i know it's it's just it's messy right now yeah. and like he doesn't really know how to navigate this so Anyways, I kind of almost pressured him into <laughs> asking me to be his girlfriend. You will <laughs> date me. Well, because I kept bringing it up. Like, no, but seriously, when you're doing boyfriend-girlfriend things and you haven't put a label on it, right? it's like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, because I don't want to see anyone else. I'm not going to keep doing this forever if yes, you're not going to fully exactly. commit to me. So when Agree. I say forced, I mean, we maturely you, you had put conversations. put an down in yeah. a mature way. And he yeah. decided, I do like this girl. Exactly. I want to see where this goes. Yeah. Yeah. And ever since then, it's been four years. Four years. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And how's the relationship with the ex slash friend? So we see him probably every 
like a couple times a month like okay so pretty often. almost every week honestly he's around and it's not awkward at it's all? not awkward it definitely was like weird at, at first the beginning. but I think now he realizes like me and Nick are so good together like we compliment each other like we it, our relationship is nothing like me and my exes what that, yeah and so and you're also not like a shady type person so no you know sometimes when girls like date guys in the friend group but they're doing it in like a malicious totally yeah you're like the polar opposite of Mm -hmm. that your intentions are i want to date you to see where this future can lead us yeah yeah and so yeah i'm definitely glad like at first there definitely was a lot of negative emotions like with him like he didn't really like my ex didn't really come around and stuff um but now everything's fine and it's almost like weird how fine it is like we're just like hey like how's it going like you know we see each other all the time yeah well I'm glad that that all like worked out and the friendship could still be there and there's no like awkward yeah I'm sure it's a little awkward still but like super duper awkwardness yeah you guys don't avoid hanging out no and like they go out for beers together all the time still like yeah everything is gucci man I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where did you get that from? Everything is Gucci. It's <laughs> not how oh, I said I it. I love that. Aw, love. Anyways. I love love. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just curious. When and how far into the relationship did you guys tell each other you loved each other? Um. So actually, like, it, I think it was like right around like when Nick asked me to be his girlfriend. He whispered it to me and this was it kind of just caught me off guard and I basically (laughs) I I just like didn't say anything because I didn't know is that what I heard like I didn't know like am I dreaming that yeah so I kind of just brushed that off and we didn't talk about it or anything until like maybe a month later or so um then I said it oh and then he he was probably freaking out for that whole month like yeah fuck does she not love me like shit but when he said that i was like like what like is that is that actually like what you said like i don't know i kind of freaked out i started sweating like i didn't know i didn't know if that was my brain playing tricks on me but it was like very early on but not not really like in the grand scheme of what your relationship that timing all makes sense like it makes sense for him to ask you out after knowing each other for years and mm-hmm. s- hanging out and doing the boyfriend girlfriend stuff yeah. for five months like yeah. yeah i think ours was oh my gosh this man fell in love with me so quick i'm just <laughs> so lovable yeah i'm just so lovable <laughs> uh he said he loved me at my very first friends miss party in my apartment downtown in my closet okay that sounds really weird but like the layout of my apartment was my bedroom had a door into the closet and the closet and the bathroom were one room oh yeah so it sounds very strange but we were in the bathroom slash (laughs) closet and he looks at at me and he's like i love you my reaction was like nope no nope nope (laughs) nope we're not we're not doing this because again i still was like very afraid to love someone Mm -hmm. because it was still so fresh from before but then i'm like no i i I do love you like Mm -hmm. i want this oh yeah it was really cute so cute okay how do we overcome conflict and what's the other one conflict and struggles disagreements disagreements button of the head so (sighs) i fucking hate arguments no i was a crazy bitch 
Like, okay. I okay. Prior to prior to Nick? No. Even at the beginning. The first I don't know, <laughs> year I was crazy. I brought up every feeling I had. I got so mad over the littlest things. And then I went to therapy. And then it all changed. So here are some things I learned. Using I, not you. Uh-huh. Saying I feel this way, not you did this and you did that and I can't stand when you blah, 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 blah. Like that is not helpful. Not at all. Um, having an expectation basket that's not perfect. Ooh, I love that. Right? Because nothing's perfect. The relationship's not going to be perfect. Like... He's not going to be perfect. You're not perfect. Actually, my grandma told me that advice one time. I was telling her that, like, sometimes the order that he does things or, like, the way that he does things is not up to par as what I would do. And she goes, sometimes your way is not the correct way Mm -hmm. or not the right way. Mm -hmm. I never thought about that way. Do the dishes still get clean in the dishwasher, whether they're put in the way that I put them or the way that he put them? Yes, they're still clean. So the job is done. Yes. So there's no need to get mad. Yes. Yeah. Well, and like that's kind of like my next point is like stretching, not breaking. This means on both ends. Ooh, I love so, that. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be my way or his way. You have to meet in the middle. Like this is what a relationship is, is you're a team. Mm-hmm. It's not someone's the boss, someone's the manager. It's this person's way. No, 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 no. You are a team now. Yep. You have to figure it out together. You have to come meet in the middle. What just happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did your brain just like stop thinking <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> like You were uh, literally mid-sentence I and know. you just stopped. <laughs> the computer shut off in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Reboot. Control, alt, delete. <laughs> No, I was wa- honestly waiting for you to chime in. Oh, I don't. I was probably. I think I was off somewhere you else for a brief out. second. <laughs> oh Both of our brains' computers just like. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, and then just like the next point I have is, since I was like, the first year of our relationship, I got mad at everything. I got mad all the time. I didn't know how to not be mad at everything and anything, and she told me my therapist. To not have an automatic reaction to everything. Yes. Because you have to That's take a, a second. That's a hard thing to learn. No. Oh, yeah. Oh. Even still now, it's yeah. like, whoa, maybe you shouldn't react like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, give it a second. Like, think it through. Um, and then also, like, you have to ask yourself, is there a problem to solve? Because sometimes the problem solving, if there is, if it needs to be solved, it doesn't have to involve the other person. That's why I kind of took it upon myself to be like, you know what? Like, you're the one getting mad all the time. He's not getting mad all the time. Like, this is something you have to deal with in yourself and, you know, maybe going to figure out your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Would help. Um, And then you have to figure out solutions that work for both of you. If there is if there is a problem to solve, because sometimes it's like, honestly, like. The problem could just not even be a problem and it could just literally be a reaction and you being angry about something that really doesn't matter or add up to anything. Mm-hmm. Like you're just having a bad day and and then you react in a in a negative way. Yeah. And then he looks at you like, What what is her problem? Yeah. Like all I did was come home and sit on the couch for five minutes. I just want to decompress right. from my day. Yeah. I think that's some of those like transition things that you do is 
men are very like we they live in the moment right now they're not looking they're not looking at what are all the potential things that could happen from after work to going to bed whereas as women our brains are literally wired to do that Mm -hmm. like we are constantly thinking about okay so if I'm having this for supper then I need to grab this and I'm going to use this pan and I'm going to cook it this way and then the dishwasher needs to be unloaded and the dog has to have supper and the laundry needs to be folded he's not thinking those things so to get mad at him about something that's not even happening in his brain is not fair to either one of you. No. And I know that seems like it's frustrating on a woman's end, but if we can learn to like maybe reduce our expectations a little bit mm-hmm. and explain to them, this is what I need from you. These are the little things that I expect from you. I'm not giving you a timeline, but if you can do task a b and c over the next two to three days mm-hmm. then i'm getting naked in bed with I you tonight th- no <laughs> totally I, th- I think like that's the biggest thing is just communication and just being mature about how you say things yes because you can be frustrated for sure but he's gonna just take it as like oh she's just being mad and like being crazy and whatever yeah. but you have to say it in a calm mature way for it actually to like get across to their brains like it sounds so childish but like you just you have to like talk it out maturely and calmly yes. and don't expect them to do something right now like yeah we are such something comes in our brain i need to do that we do that immediately so if you think of something that you want him to do hey can you take the trash out don't fucking expect him to just yep yeah right now i mean drop everything give him some time give him some time he's gonna do it and when he does that task if you just shower him with so much love and appreciation Mm -hmm. thank you so much that really really helps me like when levi comes home and he goes i'm gonna make supper tonight and this is what i'm making i'm like oh my God, thank you so much. I was really struggling on what we were going to eat tonight. I didn't know. That seriously helps me. So the amount of mental weight that is taken off of me, I'm like, oh, I can breathe. I hate that question though. Like, what are we doing for supper? Why do I have to (laughs) say, like, why do I have to be the one to plan that? Like, (laughs) that stresses me out. (laughs) And sometimes when it comes to the, the frustrations and stuff that we feel, Maybe you don't have to express that to them every single time. Sometimes you can just text your girlfriends and be totally. like, oh, fuck, this man just drives yes. me crazy. And just and vent it for a quick second. Getting it off your chest. Get it off your chest and move on. Yeah. And not focusing on, it's so easy in a relationship, especially after that honeymoon stage of that like one year mark. And especially for you guys, you guys are four years into your relationship. Like you are getting set in your ways yeah. of like, this is you, this is me. You start to figure out each other. I legit lost my train of thought. My brain, the train has derailed. (laughs) (laughs) What was I saying like two seconds prior? I honestly don't know. Were you blacked out? (laughs) Fuck. I'm like sitting here nodding my head like, yeah. yeah." (laughs) I had a point to my story. Damn it. It's all in recording. I mean, I could go. Well, I'm going to watch and edit this and be like, Megan, this is exactly what you were saying. You know what? It's already five o'clock. You know, th- we've already had a day. So. I know. And we've been recording for a while. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyways, overcoming and conflict. It's just about trying to check yourself. First of all, you have to check yourself. 
what is happening in your mental and physical area for you to react the way that you're reacting. If it's just a simple annoyance thing that a man's just being a man, there's zero reason for you to be lashing out at him because he's going to eventually become to resent you and that relationship is going to be very, very toxic. So check yourself. Step one. Step two is start to communicate those things that frustrate you to him. Just like you said, like sit down on a day where you didn't have an argument, where there's no like things that could potentially create an argument and just say, hey, it just is kind of frustrating when every single Sunday I've asked you to take the trash out and you always seem to wait until the next day. What can we do here to prevent this? Mm -hmm. And his response might be, Well, to me, it makes the most sense that on Monday morning when I leave to go to work, I take the trash with me. Oh, okay. Well, then you can change your expectations. And now you know this is when the task is going to be done. Yeah. So then the following week when the task is done on Monday morning, you're going to be like, he listens. Mm -hmm. Sis, because you listened. Yeah. They have have needs too. Yeah. They have needs. They have yes. expectations. Yeah. They have desires of it's what they want to do. Not all about you all the time. Exactly. Yeah. It's a so. two-way road. Yeah. It's a two-way street. Was is that the two same? Two-way street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do we strengthen our relationship and keep a good bond? What do you do to keep your relationship strong? Um, a lot of my points are mostly like personal. So it's like it's not really involving him, but it's more so like your mindset. So, um, I had like a big struggle of just like trusting him, like not that he would do anything for me to distrust him or mistrust him. Is that the word? Mistrust. Mistrust. Um, but it's because of the fact that, like you said earlier, your ex cheated on you. Mm-hmm. So that immediately totally. put something into your subconscious brain yeah. that every single partner is going to cheat on you. Yeah. When you know for a fact that he's not. Or it's like, I see like a message or like a snap come up on his phone and I'm like, huh. I wonder, like, who that is or, you know, like, my mind just, like, goes. So, it's, like, um, you have to put that energy of being worried somewhere else and just don't focus on what's not helpful. Like, don't focus on the fact, like, oh, I wonder if he's talking to this person and I wonder, like, if he says he's going to the grocery store but he's not actually going to the, like, no. Like, your that thoughts create your reality yeah. and you're going to start to manifest that shift to happen. Or you're just going to spiral your whole relationship into toxicity. Oh, totally. Yeah. So a lot of it is like, it's just more inner work that I've had to do to be better with the relationship and like strengthen our relationship together. Like it's... This like makes me almost emotional hearing you say this, that like to not blame him and you're literally like putting the mirror in front of your face mm-hmm. to be like mm-hmm. how can i fix my issues yeah. to make this relationship no, better no totally yeah because if we're constantly looking at them saying you need to do this better and you need to do that yeah. better yeah you're going back to the creating the disasters and the arguments oh yeah um another thing i have here in my notes is like i used to be like i want his attention all the time all day every day which is just not realistic. It's not realistic at, at all. all. Like you have to be independent and your own person and give yourself attention. And, but also it's like, okay to remind him, like, you know, I love getting texts from you. Like, I love when you do this, mm-hmm. but in your head, you do have to like have that realization that it's like, it's just, it doesn't have to be an expectation for 
to like need his attention all the time yeah and you have to remember like if i was to put myself in his shoes right now what would he potentially be doing working where does he work in a place where he needs to pay attention so Mm -hmm. he's clearly not next to his phone so it's like reminding yourself that oh why isn't he texting me right now yeah i really want a cute text right now i told him i wanted it yeah pause yourself you're 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 sitting in your own little spirally world and think what is he doing Mm -hmm. so that's that's a great way to keep strength is just remembering that he's living his own life he's he has his own world too totally yeah like you both have to be you both still have to be independent yes in the relationship I think that's my biggest advice when it comes to strengthening your relationship is constantly remembering that you're your own person. What is the quote that I say all the time, you guys? (laughs) You are the only person you spend the rest of your life with. That is a really shitty thing to think about and to feel, but your partner is not your partner forever. Maybe for lucky if you get 50 years. Mm -hmm. Very, very lucky if you get 50 years. So... We live for, what, 80, 90 years. So some of those years you've already lived without them. You might not have them in the future. So just remember that. I know that seems really dark and, like, sad, but you have to put that reality into your thoughts. You have to remember that you are your own individual. And if you bring your 90% best of yourself to the relationship every single day. I'm only saying 90 because we're human. We're imperfect. Mm -hmm. You can't be a hundred percent all the time. And he brings his 90% to the table every single day and all the time. You guys are going to be filled with love and the best sex of your life and laughter and joy. And those little tiny mundane things of cooking supper and watching TV for the sixth night in the row, Mm -hmm. you're going to be like, Oh, is this my life i love my life so that's the biggest advice on how to strengthen your relationship is continue to grow the own relationship you have with yourself Mm -hmm. like he doesn't need to be front and center all the time all day every day like no no. honestly that would kind of be a little boring if i must say like sometimes it's more fun to hang out with yourself I remember there there was like a couple times where I would vent to you being like, like Nick is going to hang out with his friends and like the other girlfriends are going to be there. Like I really want to go there too. But then I also feel like I need to give myself some love and I just want to stay home and do whatever, like hang out with, out by myself. But I also have the fear of missing the out. FOMO. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then you'd be like, no, like I did that last weekend and like I did this, this and this, like gave myself a self-care night and yeah. just like enjoyed that time by myself and I'm like you know what you're right because we all need that like we don't need to be with our partners every single time yeah and think about it in the grand scheme of hanging out with your partner and their friends and your friends you miss one time what are you missing right probably nothing no yeah exactly like when he comes home and tells you what happened you'll go yep that's exactly what I thought would happen and I literally missed nothing yeah so And I got quiet time and I got to have a bubble bath and read my book or watch a movie. Yes. Or do whatever. And the house was silent. (laughs) Oh, it's just so peaceful. Perfect. Um, Okay. Any other helpful dating tips for the girlies that are maybe like just dating? The last thing I want to say is like, it's always going to be a learning curve. Yeah. It's never going to be, it's never going to come to a time where it's going to be the be all end all like you figure everything out and everything's perfect like there's always going to be struggles conflicts that you have to talk out and go through 
So just keep that in mind that it's it's just it's never going to be perfect. And there's yeah. always going to be things that come up that you might disagree on, but it's going to be and it, it's just going to it's just going to be a challenge to work and through. If you're in the early stages of dating and you're, you've dated this guy, then you're on to the next one and the next one. Just remember that not all men are the same. So mm-hmm. the way that your ex hurt you, this next man is not going to hurt you that way. So y- just feel safe with him. He's there to protect you. He's going to have fun with you. You're going to have a great time. But also take those fucking rose colored glasses off of your face and pay attention to those red flags. Because mm-hmm. far too many women are just like, oh, he does this, but it's fine. No, no. Because these little tiny red flags that you see now are going to be massive massive red flags in a year from now and you've already fallen in love and it's Mm -hmm. a lot harder to leave someone when you've committed that much time it's kind of funny the other day one of my clients was like uh, she's like seeing a new guy and she's like yeah he's already at two out of four red flags and I'm like, what? You? <laughs> I love that a ranking system. <laughs> yeah. Hell I'm like, yeah! Like, how'd, how'd you get four? Like, isn't maybe two enough? No, I'm just kidding. But um, we yeah. all have little red flags. It's so true. So so. But yeah, I'm like, good good luck, girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do we got for some? Oh, we got to do self care challenge okay, first. Yeah. Um, my self care challenge is basically just to be better with my budget and not spend money on extra shit. Even though I know Christmas is coming and that's gonna be a whole expense. I'm kind of jealous you're baking for your family and not doing gifts because, wow. Just do that. Just tell them. (sighs) You know what I said to my man the other day was, if your family really loved you, they would understand that you can't afford gifts. Totally. No, it's so true. It's so true. Gifts are such a fucked up situation when it comes to Christmas. It's like, isn't the whole point of Christmas just to be with the people that you love? No, exactly. It's it's just a very confusing. It's because my family for years we've kind of stopped giving the gifts. Mm. So now that mentality has like really right. sunken in that like I just don't get the whole hype around it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, that is my just not to like just to be better at budgeting. Like I'm actually going to put that in my budget like how much to buy. Yes. Everyone. And try not to go over the yeah, budget with exactly. the gifts cuz it's easy when you're out and about you're like, "Ooh, this this." Um, my self-care challenge is something a little fun and different. It is to go through my closet of clothes and get rid of anything that doesn't fit me or that I don't wear anymore because I don't like it. Can I go through them after? Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that I have a couple pair of jeans that definitely don't fit me anymore, but I'm like, are they too big on you? Small. Oh, <laughs> so they definitely won't fit you. No, definitely. <laughs> Not. <laughs> okay. That came out way wrong. <laughs> I love fun. you. You're beautiful. Oh, sure. <laughs> Okay, what have we got for Q&As? Okay, so we got one advice question, which I'm excited I for. I love the advice questions. And then two, just like what they want to know about us. Okay, lovely. Okay, um, first one, kind of long. I'm ready. Hi, I'm 18 and a student of creative arts. Whilst, 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 right? Whilst, whilst the girl I'm interested in uh, is a student of media arts. I have this good friend, which we'll call him D for the story, and the girl I'm interested in as K. D knows I'm bisexual, K is bisexual as well, and D is well aware. I mentioned it to him that I'm planning on asking out K on a date. He was very supportive about it and asked me to do it soon. And just when I decided on a date in time with K, D informs me that he'll be going on a date with her as well. <gasps> I was shocked. I considered him a good friend. When I confronted him, he just casually said that he wanted to go on a date with her as well and sees nothing wrong with the fact. Their date went 
their date went through well. I had to cancel our date because I ended up being busy. Kay then went to her hometown for festivals and it's been over a month and our date is still pending. Haven't heard from Kay regarding it. I'm very upset and disappointed by the fact that D felt the need to go after someone I liked. I don't know what to do think or do i haven't been talking to d much lately this is not the first time he's done something which disappointed me this bad what should i do i need advice fuck well sorry that's yeah. shitty um i think you need to reassess your friendship with i was d. just gonna say seems like a shady person to be doing something like that yeah um but also if d and k have not defined that they're dating and they're not like exclusive with each other shoot your shot yeah with still her. go for it absolutely yeah. like mm-hmm. i don't know how close you are with d um but yeah like i said you need to reassess that relationship and maybe say no this isn't a healthy relationship for me then go fuck d i'm shooting my shot with k totally and she's gonna go on a date with you absolutely mm-hmm. and just keep keep shooting your shot with her and i mean if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but at least yeah exactly at least you shot your shoot your shot <laughs> you know what i was gonna say (laughs) yeah that's really shitty man i'm sorry that that's happening yeah i know fuck that guy fuck that's rude so rude anyways um okay what's the best advice you've ever been given i gotta think about this because i actually don't know oh my my therapist told me of this concept of like the and like you can be multiple things you don't you yourself don't have to be defined by one single thing. You don't just, cause I was uh, a few years ago, I was going through like another little creative rut of like, I want to be successful online. And like, this is so frustrating and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you can have a quiet, simple life and try to pursue this creativity at the oh, exact same sure. time. And you can be a girlfriend and you can be a friend to multiple friends and you can go to school for this and and she just kept listing all the things that I've talked to her that just like really struck for me. And I'm like, I can be all of these things yeah. at the same time. Yeah. What a concept. So I think sometimes, especially when we get a little hard on ourselves or a little stuck on like, I want to change. I want to grow. I want to move. You're just like, oh, I'm just stuck in this one singular little mm-hmm. tiny tube. And just remember that you are just a big blob of organs and emotions and feelings and we live in this big crazy world and you can be messy and big and small and whatever you Mm -hmm. want Mm -hmm. and you're still beautiful and and loved and all i know isn't that mind-blowing because that's like there's just this expect expectation to just strive to be one thing yeah yeah and that's like pressure and stress it's just too much pressure when you try to be one thing no kidding um I just had to look back at my therapist notes because she just gave me a lot of good um, tips. So the one thing that she said, because I remember being at home care and I would vent to her being like, I'm always so stressed out because I know I have to go into work the next day. And so the night before I would probably not do much or I would just be like sitting there worrying and stressed out already for the next day. Mm -hmm. And she'd always be like, you're not at work right now. Like, don't think about that. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. Tomorrow's going to happen. Who knows? It might be a great day. Like, you have no idea. But to just be so worried about that the day before, like, it's just so unnecessary. 
that's such a huge thing because it's so easy for us to worry about the shit that's going to come up or happen. And it's like, you're not there. Yeah. Your your feet are here right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess that wasn't like the best advice I've ever been given, but it's, I think it's one of them because it has stuck by me just trying to be present in the moment and not so much like having so much pressure on your brain about, or your mind about what's tomorrow, the the future, future. a week from now. Well, as an overthinker, anxious type girly that we are, (laughs) it is so easy for us to get sucked into the thoughts of like, what if, what if, what if, what's going to happen? Oh my God, I'm already stressed out. Like, and half the time when you let it go, Mm -hmm. I think this is like kind of the theme of today. When you just let go of the expectations of things, the most beautiful shit happens to you. Sometimes the best days at work happen to you. You meet someone new. It's like, just let it go. Let it go. I won't sing. Sorry. Okay. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Last one. And then we'll wrap it up. Have you ever broken someone's heart? Yes. Do you want to go elaborate? Um, yeah, I, c- I can. G- so there was three boyfriends and a girlfriend that I like. Not like a girl, like a, a friend uh, that was yeah. a girl that I like broke up with. And I was like very blunt about why I broke up with them and like what they did wrong. And like why I didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. And looking back now, I would love to take all those words back and, and not belittle them. Or because so they're harsh. still a human too. Yeah. And it's just we all grew apart from each other. Mm-hmm. And we just me- weren't meant for each other anymore. And it's okay. So yeah, it's funny because heartbreak can show up as sadness, but it can also show up as anger mm-hmm. for people. So some of the people were very sad and heartbroken and didn't want me to leave. And some people were very angry and treated me very, very poorly. Mm, but yeah. I think that's that's heartbreak. Mm-hmm. So it's a shitty feeling when you break someone's heart. Mm-hmm. But it's also like you've been kind of hurting my heart for a long enough time that oh, I yeah. can't take this anymore. No, exactly. Yeah. So. No, that was like exactly like with my ex, like before Nick. Um, when you you broke up. I with broke him. up with him. Yeah. And he, yeah. you could tell. Yeah. Um. I almost was a little cold, I feel like, because I think I was almost done so much more earlier and just didn't have the chance to actually explain it to him and tell him how I was feeling. So, yeah. Um, it's hard when you have to break someone's heart. You're like, yeah. fuck, I'm not looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. But you know that it's the best interest for yourself. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. Anyways, thank you guys Anyways. for uh, listening to this longer little episode. Um, the vibe here is so fun. I'm so glad to be back here. Right? Wasn't and that fun? you know what's super crazy? There's only two episodes left this yes. season. Ugh, oh my craziness. gosh, it's so crazy. Thank you for supporting us. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, all the things. And we'll see you next Thursday. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.